1: Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today.
0: And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. Okay, we're going to do this in 3, 2, 1, QBMOC.
1: Hey, today on Sports Wednesday, we're playing rule, not a rule. Plus the triumphant return of unnecessarily complicated trivia, Star Wars style. Will the 4th be with you! It's not Monday. It is not Tuesday. It's
0: Sports Wednesday! Yeah. Worldwide!
2: <laughs> Sports Wednesday! Oh yeah! Sports Sports Wednesday!
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much, Maestro.
1: Sports Wednesday. Best enjoyed at the drive-in in in the back of your old man's Ford. Oh, God. Behind the bushes. Nice work. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details frequently wrong. I hope you're cool with that, so that way we'll go ahead and have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus. I drive the trains with my two co-hosts, This guy. This guy. Is it me? Is it me? It It could be, be. could be, could be. be. Maybe not. He's taking riff requests. uh, Send him in on the social media. Hear him on the show. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro?
2: Good, I just cracked my PBR. Drinking with BMOC.
1: All right. And, of course, uh, that other voice you hear, uh, he uh, has been praying hard for rain. (laughs) It's basketball legend. (laughs) Matt Longley, how are you doing,
0: Coach? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you, Mother Nature. I
1: appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know it's. Uh, he's got long days teaching followed by long nights coaching, and if there's rain, he gets a little bit of a break. Yes, tonight was a break. Very good. Long nights, Longley. <laughs> that's right. So those are the intros. Uh, before we get into the show, I want to remind you all, follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. Actually, there's, we, we do barely. All our good stuff is on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, on the TikTok at Sports Wednesday. We're on Facebook at Sports Wednesday. And we're on Cappuccino. Very cool daily little podcast app, Cappuccino. And we select a bean of the week to highlight. And uh, I don't have one this week because uh, I didn't save one. And it only gives you the last couple beans, which were me rambling about the Kentucky Derby. And, <laughs> so then yours, no, yours is the bean of the week. <laughs> no one need No one needs to hear that again slide it in post. Yeah, I know. But the problem is like, I, I can't go back. It, it only goes back to Sunday right now. Right? Why is Today's it doing that? in Tuesday. That's just how it is. So there were some great beans. Uh, Friday was a, a fantastic show of beans. We had Ed on there, Chip on there, Coach on there. Everybody was on there. It was a great lesson. Check out Cappuccino. Search for Sports Wednesday. You can join our group, contribute your own beans. And by beans, I mean short audio takes about things. Beans. All right, so uh, we have had several loose shows in a row, and we're going to try to bring back the running clock, a 30 minute countdown clock, so that Stop this show will be choice. Start the clock! <laughs> Start the clock! Start the clock! Start the clock! That's amazing! Right before the show, Coach said you need to do a start the clock stinger. Maestro's like, I can't do it, and then he busts that out. All right, guys, I'm starting the clock. It's 30 minutes. Just a reminder, we each get one time out. We're gonna try and get through the show in 30 minutes. Starting now. Let's kick the show off, Maestro. Rules.
2: No.
1: All right, Coach. It's amazing.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Uh, Coach, this was your idea. Why don't you drive this segment? Um, yeah, I see you've changed the, the name of
0: it. My original name was a little bit off, more off color, but I like it. Rule not a rule. is <laughs> It works. Um, uh, essentially what it is is uh, we bring a real rule and a fake rule, and we read them about, and the other people try to guess which one's the real one, which one's the fake one, legit or full of beep. That's what I wanted to call it. I could take rule,
1: not a rule. Alright, why don't you uh, why don't you give us uh, why don't you give us one?
0: Alright, so uh, we're gonna go to the world of golf. Are you ready? Because I know how much you love golf.
2: Can you do it in an hour? <laughs> <laughs> of course I
0: can. So there's two rules, so I'm gonna go ahead and read them both, and then you guys are gonna decide which one's the fake and which one's the real. are you, are you ready? Okay, here's it. rule thirty-four slash twenty-one. If your golf club had breaks in the middle of your shot and strikes the ball, you are awarded a free shot. But here's the catch. You can only use said club that was broken to finish the play. If not, the ball is played where it lies. That's the first rule, rule 34 21. Here's rule 2310. And it states that you must play the ball. If it lodges into a piece of fruit, you must play the ball and the fruit where it lies, or declare it unplayable. Which one of those is a fake rule?
1: I think, true. I mean, the fruit rule is so weird. I want to say it's real.
2: I'm kind of with you there. Let's 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 go uh You take the fruit one, and I'll take the other one. All right. Okay. Amazingly, one of you is correct.
0: (laughs) Uh, The fake rule or the real rule is the fruit rule. It is just that weird. If the ball lodges in a piece of fruit, you must play it with the fruit or you call it unplayable. The fake one is actually if your golf club, if the head of your golf club does break off in your swing and it doesn't strike the ball, you're not awarded. You're not penalized to swing. You actually can retrieve a new golf club and take another swing. But if it does touch the ball, it does count as a as a as a stroke.
1: Yeah, I uh, remember watching the Waste Management Open two years ago, like I normally do, and uh, Fuzzy Zoller and uh, Duffy Waldorf were coming up on nine, and Duffy just hit this, this laser that it, and it lodged into a tomato that just happened to be on the course. Which is a fruit. But so Fuzzy's like, that's, he's like, that's a vegetable. And we're like, actually, it's a fruit. And so uh, it was, it was a good class- guy. <laughs> that is, I
2: remember that was classic. That was classic. Classic <laughs> Fuzzy.
1: All right. Uh, maestro, you got
2: one? I do, but I, I interpreted this segment a little different. Mm-hmm. Of so the did. way coach did it, he, he gave two and then yeah. you pick one of each. Yeah. I just have one, and I thought you would pick. Is it a rule or is it sure? We can do it either way. I like it's.
0: You right. can interpret it any way you want.
2: Fair enough. But I do, but I do have two sports, so maybe we could do two. Oh, Got okay. It. All right, this one's easy, I think, probably for Coach, but it might be a tricky one for Zebia Moses. It is for tennis. Okay, tennis. Rule or not a rule? Does a serve? Need to bounce before it is hit. Rule or not a rule?
1: Mm. I remember I was watching the Waste Management Tennis <laughs> Open. Jimmy Connors was playing beyond. Oh, Board. Jimmy! I'm going to say it does not have to hit. I'm going to say it doesn't either. Wrong. Really? Yeah. You are
0: incorrect. incorrect. It must
2: strike. It must Assert- bounce. Ass- yeah. And here's the thing. It's the interesting rule because in tennis, you can't hit it. You can volley it without it hitting. Yeah. But it, but that serve has to bounce. Right? It has to bounce. Well, look hey. at me. Color
1: me stupid. I didn't know that. That's regional finalist, Matt Longley.
2: <laughs> well,
1: it was in Ohio. All right. Do you guys
2: want to hear it? Do you want to do a soccer? Yes, workout? I love soccer. All right. Rule or not a rule. You can score on a throw-in. Uh, I think now here's the caveat. It can't Yeah. When I say score on a throw in, that means like if you see the keepers out of the goal and you're near and you can throw it in.
0: I'm gonna to say
2: you cannot. I agree with that.
1: I I'll say you can just for diversity's sake. Diversity's sake.
2: Well, here's the thing. Yes.
1: Coach is correct. Yes. Oh. You cannot
2: score, but yes. if it touches anybody, and that includes the other team,
0: it is a goal. So if you threw it, let's say the goalie wasn't looking and he was turned the other way because he was looking at his girlfriend. If you threw uh-huh. it really hard off the back of his head into the goal, goal, right? Goal. Wow, yep. I
1: love that. Or, or his boyfriend. Boyfriend, oh. I'm sorry. His Wait, can I rephrase
0: that? If he was looking at his significant yeah. other and you bounced Good it call. off the back of his head into the goal,
1: it's a goal, correct? Yeah, that's right, right. Gotcha. All right, fellas, I got a, I got a couple of bowling Roll, rules here for you. Let's go. Uh, I want to be clear; these are USBC, which is. I remember when I watched the season. Waste
0: Management Bowling Open. It was so good.
1: It actually was. It was great. Uh, I don't know if you ever bowled in a league. I bowled in a league uh, for a number of years when I moved to Columbus. I had to give it up because I couldn't keep up with the drinking. But two rules here. Yes. One of these is true. One is not. Okay. Rule number one, it is illegal for you to book time on a lane that you are bowling in later as part of a USBC league game. Okay. That is the first rule. The second is if you, in the course of your league match, bowl on the wrong lane, and this can actually happen because you're switching back and forth pretty quickly, uh, they just move your score over to the correct lane.
0: Okay, so the first rule is you can't bowl on a lane that it's going to be used for a tournament later, prior to that match. Well,
2: if you're going to be be on that that lane later, right?
0: You can't use it. So you basically can't pre-play on a lane before your match. Correct. Okay.
1: And then the second rule is if you bowl on the wrong lane, do you – I'm sorry. I said that they move your score. I meant they move you over and you re-bowl that lane. That, that frame. Oh, all
2: right. So one is a rule and one is not, right? Correct. So I'm going to say the first one is a rule and the second one is not a rule. I will flip it.
0: I will say the first one is a rule. The second one is not.
1: Okay. Uh, and uh, so amazingly, one of you is correct. Yes! Hope it's me hope uh, it's So me. if you bowl on the wrong lane, it's called a dead ball. And so it doesn't count. So if you throw a strike, it doesn't count but you're not penalized. You don't lose the frame. You just have to go to the correct lane.
0: And so that one is the correct rule. Okay.
1: That is the correct rule. Uh, the other rule, uh, because USBC has no jurisdiction until the start time of your league, you would be allowed to go and play on the lane as a normal person. And they can't say boo about it, but I will say this. Uh, they open the league lanes a half hour before the game start and everybody gets there right at six and it's not like bowling like when you know, you sit down, smoke a cigarette, roll a ball. Like they're everybody's lined up like four or five people deep because they want to get as many rolls in before the league game starts on the lanes. So but
0: my question is this, is aren't all the lanes the same? I don't understand why.
1: No. no? Every every time that there's league league play, the lanes are oiled and they're Lanes are oiled in different patterns, and so you need those warm ups to kind of figure out how the ball is breaking.
0: Oh wow, I did not know yeah. that.
1: Yes, I uh, learned that from my teammates, not from me. <laughs> to me, it was all the same. <laughs> I
0: was say wow, you know
1: how to? Yeah, bolt. I was going to say nerd, alert, nerd alert, alert.
0: Wow.
1: Do you remember? Uh, you remember Armstrong from our softball oh, yes, team? Oh yes, yes, yes. He, he'd be like, "Look, I'm going to complain. There's something going on with how they're oiling the lanes this year." That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. One iota. Yeah, but that's a that's a big deal for people who actually know how to bowl. <laughs> Which would not be me. Mm-hmm. All right. That was I, a rule, not a rule. No, not a rule, I everybody. It. I like that. Do you want to yeah, play it out, fun. Maestro, or just go into the next one? We're on oh, the yeah. clock, man. We're on the clock. That's right. We are on the clock. We got to get to the important business. A bet with, with coaches, brother.
2: Because with coaches, brother. Button with Coach's brother, let's do
1: this. All right, we uh, were down $15 to Coach's brother before the NCAA tournament in which we lost two cases of craft beer to him, which we have to fulfill. Now we're trying to work on that $15 debt and we've turned it over to Maestro, waiting for him to give us a wager that we can offer to Coach's brother. Is this the week, Maestro? I think we got a bet. All I think right. we got something for him. Okay.
2: All right. So I was, I've was i been really toiling about this because I haven't been following the MLB or the NBA, which are the two kind of dominant major sports right now. But uh, Brada does live in the Carolinas. He's a Raleigh-Durham guy. And so uh, Coach recommended that maybe we throw a bet at him that involves – the Carolina Hurricanes, mm. which are an NHL team, and they are a very good NHL yes, hockey team this year. So I looked at the schedule. We're almost done with the season. There's a few games left. Um, the Hurricanes play this Saturday, May 8th, um, in Nashville against the Predators, and I thought that might be a good bet for Brad
1: so on Saturday. I like it. Okay. I think uh Maestros Maestros thought is uh Brett is going to go for the Hurricanes, right? There's zero doubt. And, and the, Pre- the preds have more to play for in this game.
2: That's correct. They are just on the outskirts of making the playoffs. They've been winning some games. Um they're beating up on the Blue Jackets right now, but I think yeah, I think this could be a game that obviously the the Canes would probably win on any normal night, but maybe they're not they maybe they're sitting some guys, some tired guys. And Nashville's desperate to get in the playoffs. So I thought this one might uh, might have some teeth. I like
1: it. I, I like it. All right, Coach, you go ahead and send it and let us know if he accepts. I will. We're doing a five spot, correct? Yes. All right. And are we down 15 or are we down 20? 15, point? I believe. We're going to go with 15. All right.
2: Because we're batting with couches, up on hockey mm-hmm.
1: This might be our first hockey wager with him for sure Oh, by far it is but Possibly, I mean, we we rarely wager on oh hockey Oh God, because so we don't know shit We don't do a lot of hockey talk Hockey! Hockey talk! <laughs> Alright, it's time for us to uh, let you know how our picks went last week In a little segment we call School Vote Update School Vote Update, yeah all right, so we had a bunch of points up uh, up for bid last uh, last week. First of all, we uh, all picked the first two rounds of the NFL draft correctly. No surprise there. The third round was worth a point, and Coach got it by predicting the 49ers would draft Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Yes. Meister thought maybe Mac Jones. I thought maybe Justin Fields. So that's a plus one there. And then uh, we posted our derby picks on the socials on fr- Friday, uh, and Coach – Yes, man. Yes, coming out of nowhere, Piss. Medina Spirit for the win. That's plus one there. Uh, I had uh, Mandaloon to show, and uh, and he placed. He came in second, so that was a plus one for me. Maestro, oh man, he had Hot Rod Charlie, but he had him to place, and Hot Rod Charlie showed, so he yeah. doesn't get a point there. A Damn. rare donut for Maestro.
2: Wow, I'm here
1: now, Coach in first place, eight of fourteen. He's above fifty percent for the first wow. time in four. Hundred and fifty episodes. at seems. Let's go. BMOC, six of fourteen. Maestro four of fourteen. He is his luck is down. He's got to turn it around. And then uh, we did have JB the horse picker. Uh, I, she was not. She, she usually she has a good feeling. She's like I don't have a feeling about any of these horses. But she was sure King Fury was going to win this thing. Uh, and I sent it to Maestro, and he's like, Yeah, he just scratched. <laughs> so. Uh, So she gets the O for 3. That makes our guests 4 out of 11, which means we are ahead of our guests for the first time in a couple of years as well. So that is... All right. We're about halfway through the sheet. We got about 15 minutes left, fellas. Let's keep it up. It's time where we can get things off our chest. We can clean up mistakes we made, or we can offer recommendations from the world of entertainment. And we call this segment...
0: Rants and
1: corrections. And
0: recommendations.
1: <laughs> keep, work, keep workshopping there, Coach. Oh, I'm bringing it. All right, this is uh, open mic style. You sign up for it. It uh, looks like somebody just wrote a rant down instead of signing up, but I'm guessing that's Coach. That's me. <laughs> that's straight up me. Okay, so I didn't
0: have a rant at all or a recommendation, until I was watching tonight. I watched some of the Indians game and there was a play there tonight that li- literally the umps, like they, they borrow these umps from the little league. So I'm going to explain what happens. Uh, Salvador Perez hits a fly ball deep to right field. The two fielders get crossed up and it goes between them and it hits the wall and bounces off the wall and hits the ground. Well, one of the fielders throws the ball back in. well, Andrew Benintendi who was on second base or maybe first rounded second and then he stops and he's looking and he's acting like what did he catch it or not so they throw the ball in and they tag him he should be out but apparently this is the ruling that the ump said since Andrew Benintendi was confused if it was a catch or not they awarded him third base and said, we're going to go ahead and let him take third base. He didn't know if it was a catch or not. He shouldn't be penalized for that. And Salvador Perez got second. Because the umps didn't know what to do with that. And really, the play was, hey, Andrew, pay attention if he catches it or not. You're out because you're off the base. I mean, this this was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Ever seen. And the umps this year have been really, really bad. So, they have been really bad. bad. Like, like. I'm not just saying bad, like historically bad. And I just, aren't there people that want to be umps that could be good umps? Like th- th- this is just not good. But this, you got to, you got to, if you haven't seen it, and by the time see, people see this tomorrow morning, hopefully that they'll flip up their phones and see this. This is a
1: horrible, horrible play. You got, you have to see it to believe it. This is a hot take. Hot take, buddy. It just can't, the out right the presses, buddy. Hot. hot potato. All right. All right. There you go. Very good. All right. Well, Coach, a a week or two ago, you recommended Primal, which is an animated series. Uh, I watched the first episode, and uh, thus far, I'm giving you a thumbs up on it. I I dig it as well. Excellent. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Primal. Primal. Maestro, you got anything in this, uh, this segment, or are we playing it out?
2: Come on, boys. Unnecessary, Unnecessary complicated complicated. It's been a while.
1: Has been a while, and we are recording on May the Fourth, also known as Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with both of you guys. Yes. Uh, I thought we'd do some Star Wars trivia. It's, oh. it's not necessary, not necessarily unnecessarily complicated, but it was harder than uh, I thought. And I watched all the Star Wars, and of course, my son is named after a character in Star Wars, so uh, you know, I'm more than a casual fan. So, uh, yeah. his name is Red Six, by the way, Red Six. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, his by. name is Jar Jar yeah. <laughs> All right, What's So that? I'm going to throw these at you guys, and then uh, I have this cool app, and I I, I will put push the button of your answer and it will either ding or buzz. Which star Wars movie was filmed entirely in studio attack of the clones revenge of the Sith return of the Jedi or star Wars.
0: I'm going to say attack of the clones.
1: Maestro. That's what I said as well.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You got it. All right.
1: That was it. Oh no, I'm sorry. The answer was, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Ah! entirely in the studio. The only location work was a background plate shot during the production of episode two. All right. Which of the three main heroes, Luke, Leia, and Han Solo, in the first trilogy, refused to sign a three-picture deal? Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, or they all signed?
2: I want to say it's Harrison Ford. I want to
1: say Carrie Fisher. Oh, We'll get, I'll go with Car- I'll go with Harrison for That's cool. All right, we'll try Ford. Yes. You got yes. it. Noise. Nice. Yep. Uh yeah. Ford was not sure he would return for the, the series. Okay. What color is Mace Windu's lightsaber? Blue, green, purple, or black? I think that's Samuel Johnson. Yeah. Or Samuel Jackson. I'm sorry. I want to say it's what are the colors it, it, again? It, blue. Blue, green, purple, or black. It's purple. I'm cool with purple. Yes, got it. You guys are three for three. All right. The Star Wars holiday special marked the first appearance of which Star Wars character? Boba Fett, Jabba the Hutt, Jar Jar Binks, Orlando Calrissian. It's
0: it's Boba Fett.
1: I don't even know what that is. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that was he did a holiday special, kind of like the Muppet Show oh, one year. God, yes. Uh, okay but you are correct. You guys are four for four. It aired November 17th, 1978. Yes. Okay. What actor pulled out of episode three, revenge of the Sith, when he discovered that non-union actors were being used in the film, Gary Oldman, George Clooney, Gary Coleman, or Mel Gibson. <laughs> we're all laughing because we all thought of Arnold Jackson in star Wars, right? I'm going to say, uh, I want to say-, say
2: Gary Oldman. But I, I've never heard that. But I'm gonna say man. Mel Gibson. I can't imagine Mel Gibson pulling out. You want to go with Oldman? Although, shit, because they shot those movies. Oh, wait, in. What do you think? Okay,
0: what do we want to do? do? I you might do
2: Gary Oldman, or well, they shot those movies. They shot those movies in Australia, so it almost makes sense that it might be Mel Gibson. He might have. Yeah, that's true. Know. He. So let's go, Mel Gibson.
1: All right, Mel Gibson. Oh, you oh, were right. Look. Was it Oldman? Was it? Oh, That's correct. Well done, Haig. Yeah. Nice job. He had agreed to be the voice of General Grievous, but pulled out of the film because oh, wow. nice. non-union actors were being used. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Who is the only non-Jedi in the original Star Wars trilogy to use a lightsaber? Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Han Solo, or r 2 d It's Han
0: Solo in Empire Strikes Back when he opens up the- That is the, correct. Yes.
1: The Tauntaun's belly. The Tauntaun's All belly. All right. <laughs> now, this uh, this question was uh, was written before political correctness, so I'm going to make a quick edit on the fly. <laughs> what character did George Lucas consider making a little person? Chewbacca, Princess Leia, Jar Jar Binks, or Luke Skywalker?
2: Ooh.
0: That's a that really good question. Not not Princess Leia. Not Luke. Oh, let's go Chewbacca. I think Chewbacca.
1: i try it. Oh, Jar Jar ah. Binks? Who should we go next? Try Jar Jar. Oh my no. God. What? Leia or Luke? Oh my God, Luke? Leia. No, it was Luke. Oh my gosh. Luke? At one point, Lucas planned for Luke Skywalker, along with his aunt and uncle, to be little people.
0: Oh my God! According George. to
1: some sources, Leia's line when Luke rescues her, "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" is a remnant of this story idea. Oh, that's baloney! Oh, George! Right. Oh, my. we got uh, we got three more here, fellas. Okay. Yes. Who served as Jabba the Hutt's chief of staff? Newt Gunray, Maz Kanata, Bib Fortuna, or Sarlacc? Oh, jeez! I think it's Bib Fortuna. You want to go Fortuna? Because I think Bib Fortuna won the Waste Management Open. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right, wait. Forlac?
1: Bib Fortuna? Let's go Sarlac.
0: Sarlac. Oh, Sarlac. Oh, I like that name. No?
1: Sarlac is not correct. That is actually the pit that they throw Oh, yes. In. Ah, I knew it so, yeah, sounded familiar. Bit. So we're down to Newt, Gunray, Maz Kanata, or Bib Fortuna. Or I don't care a lot. No, to... <laughs> say, I, I
0: want to get this one. Say the first two again.
1: Newt. Gunray, Maz Canada. It's got a Bib Fortuna. If
0: it's not Bib Fortuna, it's it's the Maz. It's the second one.
1: Maz Fortuna. We'll go to that. Nope. So it's either Fortuna or Gunray. Bib Fortuna. That's correct. I was right, nice beginning, job. Damn it. Oh, second guess myself. Bibb, he was a male Twilek who handled the day to day operations yes, at he had Jabba's a palace. Yes. Nice. That, that is, is a, d- a deep cut mm-hmm. right there. That is right. You guys have gotten six out of eight. Right, you got to get these last two, and you'll get a B on the exam. We need a B. Approximately, how many languages can C-3PO speak? Six trillion, six thousand, six billion, six million. Oh Jesus! I know it's six something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Sherlock go. Black ma- maestro. What do you say? I'm going to say a million. 6, six million? Billion wasn't even a billion wasn't even a term we used in the late 70s, but so 6
1: million. You You're going to go with 6 million? I'm
0: going with I'm going with Maestro's first guess, yes.
1: Well, done. you got it.
0: One more baby. We, All right. No, we got to get a beat more. Got to get a B.
1: In episode 6, Return of the Jedi, oh. the growls and sounds of the rancor in Jabba's palace were actually made by what animal? A pigeon, a panther, a dachshund, or a wolverine. Oh, I,
2: I've I've heard this before. It's not. Do you have a sample of the sound that you can play for us?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not. It's not a wolverine. It's not a panther. It's either a pigeon or a uh, a dachshund. Let's go
1: pigeon. Okay. okay. We're gonna go pigeon.
0: No. So it's a Dachshund I'm
1: going to go Dachshund yes. That is correct Gosh. They were remixed from an audio recording Of an aggressive Dachshund okay. So you guys got 7 out of 10 That's a C Good job with Unnecessarily Complicated Star Wars Trivia hey. Unnecessarily
2: Complicated Trivia We missed you Unnecessarily Complicated Trivial.
1: Quick, All right, I'm, I'm calling a quick timeout. Yes.
0: Okay, and I have an update after this.
1: All right, so uh, I'm just uh, letting you guys know there's 2.53 left on the clock. Of course, we spent about a minute in the middle there wondering if Coach could hear us or we could hear so Coach. Cut that out. Which, of course, our, our lucky listeners never get to hear oh, thanks to the magical work we do in post-production. So magical. Uh, but... We had just had a two minute drill and then and then the sign off. So I, I think uh, I think we're good. Yes, right, yeah, except the two minute drill
2: is going to be like eight minutes. Okay. Well, you ready?
1: Know. Yep. Time okay, in. Up. It's time. Okay. Oh, go up ahead, up coach. Mark uh, Brada took the put took the bet. We're in. Oh, yes. yeah. All right. So when is that game? That's Saturday. Saturday. Evening. Saturday. All right. Got a reason to watch the Preds versus the Hurricanes. Saturday evening. All right, it's time. Two-minute
2: drill.
1: Let's go. Coach, I'm going to just tell folks how it works. We get 20 seconds each time. We each get two times to talk about whatever we want. World of sports, outside the world of sports. Add it up. It's exactly two minutes. We've never gone over. (laughs) We have just about two minutes left, so this is going to work out great. Maestro, are you ready for the two-minute drill? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Hang on here. The 2 minute drill starts now. The New York Knicks have won the last the uh, Knicks. <laughs> the New York Knicks have won the uh, last 12 out of their thir- last
2: 13 games and they made the playoffs. First time in 8 years. New York Knicks, you believe it? Nice. Spot Lee is happy.
1: That's right. Patrick Ewing as well. Coach.
0: Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to uh, opt out of what I had written on here because I'm going to go off the cuff and I was going to talk about something but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about Star Wars because it's May the 4th and I just rewatched uh, Rogue One and I got to tell you it's the greatest Star Wars movie that was ever made. It it just blows the rest away. If you haven't watched it in a while it's so good! Watch Rogue One. It's so good! Rogue One, May the 4th be with you.
1: <laughs> Time! Time! All right. So uh, I've got uh, kids who are teenagers, and that's cool. And all the kids now are saying sus. It's short for suspicious. So somebody does something sketchy, and they're like, oh, man, that's sus. Uh, and since I've learned this, I've used it about 150 times with them, and I'm driving them crazy with it. And I hope you all do the same with your teenagers. Just continue to use the word sus as often as possible. Misuse it as often as possible. We're going we're gonna to take care of sus in short order. Love it. That's what Gen X does. Yeah, maestro. All right, as we all
2: know, or many of us know, Les Miles got fired from Kansas mm-hmm. because he's a pervy perv. He's a weirdo. They, uh, they, they found his replacement. It is Lance Leopold from <laughs> the Mac, from the Buffalo Bulls. Which they've done <laughs> and, that before. Uh, ah. I know yes. this is weird news, but he was a D3 coach for eight years. He went 109-6 and six with Whoa. six national championships at Wisconsin Whitewater. I thought that was pretty cool i do not
1: remember whitewater winning six national championships that's that their s- sure. that's their second buffalo coach they've hired they hired
0: they hired turner gill years ago
1: turner gill and who did okay there yes, right he did. But, yes uh, he did kansas football just continues mm. to impress all right coach what do you got
0: okay so every
1: year when they draft- oh, sorry <laughs> sorry i'm just letting us know that we did not make it under 30 minutes oh i'm so disappointed
0: Anyway, every year when they do the NFL draft, the last man selected gets a wonderful title. He's called Mr. Irrelevant. Well, meet this year's Mr. Irrelevant. His name is Grant Stewart. He is a linebacker out of Houston, and he was selected by Tampa Bay. Now, Grant, I'm going to tell you, y- your future looks good because this past year in this past Super Bowl was the first time a Mr. Irrelevant actually played in the game. They actually had their kicker, uh, His name I'm grabbing right now was Ryan Suckup.
1: Kiki McKickerson.
0: Kiki McKick. Ryan Suckup was actually, or <laughs> Suckup or Suckoop was the Mr. Irrelevant from uh, many years past, and he actually played the Super Bowl. So, Grant Stewart, you've
1: got a future, Mr. Irrelevant. Time! All right, fellas, I've been to the grocery store in a few days We're getting into some deep cuts in the pantry We're getting into the stuff my wife bought like crazy When the pandemic started in March 2020 You know, like uh, cans of beans And I found a a can of Tang uh, Instant Tang uh, drink mix And uh, I've been drinking it And it's as good as I remember But the thing about Tang is You gotta go big or don't go at all Because if you under Tang your Tang It is awful It's bad Time, time. And that was a two-minute drill. Two-minute
0: drill.
1: And I know, uh, I know, Maestro, you're playing a, a recommended, a re- uh, requested riff in the outro. Is that correct? I'm gonna try. I think I already forgot it, but I'll wing it. All right, he's going to wing it, so uh, there being no other business, that's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, so until Wednesday next, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete on the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody, good times. <laughs> I can't wait for this next part.
0: <laughs>
1: Noice. Now it's... Uh... "Darling Nellie Gray" by Benjamin Hanby.
0: <laughs> I love
2: Benjamin Hanby. What a great name! What
1: what uh, what was that? Was that Ed requested that?
2: Yes, that was an Ed request. It was a, a Pretender, an old Pretenders song from their first record. It's called "Tattoo."